Exposed is a presentation of Texas Scorecard and made possible by donations from listeners like you. Visit texasscorecard.com donate to make a tax-deductible contribution. It's easy to tell ourselves in the 21st century that we wouldn't have been taken in like the ancient Trojans were. We like to tell ourselves we wouldn't have been so gullible as to take that gift from our enemies. And it's true. We probably wouldn't take an actual wooden horse filled with Greek warriors. We'd know better. But what if, instead of an ornate horse, our enemy plied us with promises of wealth beyond the dreams of avarice? This is what the Chinese Communist Party has been doing. They have been very clear about their desire to destabilize our form of government. They make no bones about the atrocities they commit against their own people. Why are we overlooking it? Is it to save a buck? Is it for the possibility of selling our stuff to their 1.4 billion citizens? Have we allowed our greed to cloud the fact their people wallow in abject poverty? I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan, and this is Exposed, Season 3, The Chinese Infiltration of Texas. It's crazy enough just to allow our biggest enemy to be purchasing our own soul. We should actively carry out international propaganda battles. It's crazy to me that a Chinese company could even be able to hire a lobbyist in Austin. Everyone spies, right? Nobody admits to it. That's sort of the point, right? That just appears to be how these things go. Hanban is just like the sun. It lights the path to develop Chinese teaching in the U.S. China has entered really into a total police and a digital you know, tyranny. This season of Expose brings together research conducted by the Texas Scorecard team over many months. Frankly, each episode is just scratching the surface of China's infiltration into Texas. If you'd like to learn more, see the original documents, and do your own follow-up research, visit texasscorecard.com China. Over the last several decades, the Chinese government and its corporate partners have made significant inroads in Texas commerce. We have seen the creation of partnerships with Texas companies and the establishment of a U.S. base of operations for Chinese corporations inside the Lone Star State. This has been welcomed as a sign of improving foreign trade relations with China. But the history of these partnerships reveal an age-old truth. Doing business with the Chinese Communists is always more dangerous than it appears. U.S. Representative Lance Gooden is a Republican from Terrell. He puts it this way. They don't play fair. They don't follow the same rules that, that those of us here in the United States um, abide by. We have seen already how the Chinese Communist Party's spending here in education, land, and politics is always made with the singular goal of enhancing China's position. Whatever words they might use in press releases, the Chinese Communist Party is not seeking partnerships. They seek control. 
the communist government in China does not shy away from any of this. In fact, China Daily, one of the CCP's propaganda arms, admits that Chinese state bodies like the State Administration of Foreign Exchanges and the state-owned Assets Supervision and Administration Commission have become increasingly involved in these foreign deals. For example, China Daily reports the State Administration of Foreign Exchanges has been active overseas through its investment arm, Safe Capital, which owns at least $300 billion in overseas assets. Meanwhile, the Asset Supervision and Administration Commission has been given at least $10 billion to support foreign investments. As a deputy director of China's Ministry of Commerce was recently quoted as saying, Chinese outbound companies need to strengthen their soft power to get assimilated into foreign markets and make themselves acceptable to local people. This is an important point. No business in China gets to do business in the United States without the permission of the Chinese Communist Party. It is simply the nature of their government-controlled economy. For more than a decade, Texas politicians have been traveling to China, specifically to seek investment in the Lone Star State from companies aligned with the communist Chinese government. Now let's be clear, Governors Rick Perry and Greg Abbott and most of the others did not go wanting the communist party to have a foothold here. They wanted China to invest here. They wanted Red China's money. It turns out the CCP wants something too. In a previous episode, we discussed the security risks posed by China's land purchases. But Beijing also wants to own our cities and neighborhoods. For example, Tanking Real Estate Development, also known as Tanking Red, purchased a track of Houston's Allen Parkway in 2016 for a multi-million dollar high-rise project. The finances are illuminating. The company is taking advantage of a special immigration program known as EB-5. Robert Montoya leads the investigative team for Texas Scorecard, and I asked him to describe the EB-5 visa program. Basically, the EB-5 program provides a green card, that is, permanent resident status, to foreigners who invest a certain amount of money or who plan to create or save 10 permanent full-time U.S. jobs. It has been widely reported that one of the top states to receive investments through the EB-5 visa program is Texas. Like other cities, Houston loves big, flashy residential rental properties. That's because increases in a home's taxable value is capped if it's your primary residence and you're the owner. This is known as the homestead exemption. However, rentals have no such restrictions, so local officials are happy to welcome in anyone who promises to build big, expensive rental properties. And for China, using the EB-5 program, highly placed Chinese citizens loyal to the Communist Party can be installed in the United States. Another example of the CCP using EB-5 comes in 2015. A company called America Modern Green, or AMG, began construction on a community development project called the Ivy District near the Texas Medical Center. The land itself is in the city of Pearland, which entered into a development deal with AMG. 65% of the funding will be provided by AMG, while the remaining funds will be obtained through a foreign immigration and investment program dominated by China. Yes, that would be the aforementioned EB-5 Green Card Program. 
But here's the thing. America Modern Green, despite its name, is not actually an American company. It's a U.S. subsidiary of the Beijing-based company Modern Land China. The Ivy District project ran into a series of problems with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission cracking down on it. It turns out the various Chinese companies were shuffling dollars around very inappropriately, even using the money for investments that had nothing to do with the original project. You might think a federal investigation of this nature would have caused local politicians to rethink this project. <laughs> but you'd be wrong. Instead, the city of Pearland renewed their contract with America Modern Green, the Chinese company, for another 40 years. None of this is news to Pastor Bob Fu. He escaped the clutches of the Chinese Communist Party after the Tiananmen Square massacre. He lives in Texas and warns Americans about the dangers of trusting the CCP. That China has been manipulating, uh, exploiting the American and Western system exploit that they do, and at times with the assistance of Texas taxpayers. For all the money Red China throws around, we found evidence that they have been collecting American greenbacks too, specifically money and benefits handed out by state and local governments. That's your money. For example, the city of Cleveland and Liberty County gave tax abatements to the U.S. subsidiary of Chinese company Dalanyal Enterprise Group for the development of the Grand Oak Reserve Project. This is a housing project spanning 600 acres, 50 miles north of Houston. Earlier in this episode, you heard U.S. Representative Lance Gooden say the companies affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party don't play fair. If that is so, it might be because they found that if they wave enough money and promises around, Texans let them get away with it. Consider a case study uncovered by the Chicago-based Paulson Institute. Back in 1989, the municipal government of Tianjin, China created the Tianjin Pipe Corporation. The company is owned by several CCP entities and is considered critical to the party's economic plans. Since the early 1990s, Tianjin had been selling their pipe in Texas through its operations in Houston. But as concerns were raised worldwide about the flood of cheap Chinese-made steel pipes, the company found it harder and harder to sell their imports in the West. Add to that, tariffs applied to foreign-made steel, and Tianjin had a serious problem. The CCP had a serious problem. But with the all-too-willing assistance of state and local government, Tianjin decided to try something new. They would make their pipes here in the U.S. Or so they would claim. In 2007, the Texas Office of Economic Development asked the city of Corpus Christi and San Patricio County to come up with a plan for attracting Tianjin's operations. Remember, Tianjin Pipe Corporation is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party and owned by various Chinese government entities. In exchange for state and local incentives, your money, the Tianjin China Pipe Company agreed to employ between 400 and 500 people, including a certain percentage of Americans. That created the first problem. The company required that technical employees be fluent in Mandarin. In 2019, it was found the company had only 103 employees, nowhere close to 500. The company should have received a fine of approximately $6 million. Instead, they were given a big break. 
San Patricio County Judge David Krebs was widely reported as saying, We gave them a break. We were worried that we would run them out of business. We didn't want to run them out because we want them to be there. I mean, they are a big part of the country. They need to be big. So we cut their fine, probably in half. That's what we did, and they paid it. But that's not all. It turns out the facility wasn't even making pipes as promised. Instead, the Tianjin Pipe Company was bringing in pipes made in China. The facility there in San Patricio County would then just alter these pipes before shipping them out. So the Chinese-made pipes that couldn't be sold here were now being passed off as if they were Texas products. We're told China is the future, and it's an economic powerhouse. Have your kids learn Mandarin, we're told, so they can compete economically. The communist government in China and its various frontmen promise jobs, boatloads of money, quality cheap products, and the stamp of approval as a sophisticated global partner. But time and again, their promises come up empty. Texans are left poor, having been hoodwinked, like those ancient Trojans, into giving our greatest adversary the ability to do to us what they do to their own people. Maybe we should look at China to find out what kind of future the Chinese Communist Party is actually offering. So there, there are a lot of billionaires, billionaires, yes. I mean, the Alibaba, you know, uh, Jack Ma, they have uh, billions of assets, uh, and, uh, but they don't have freedom either, like himself. Join us for our next episode as we explore what can be done about the Chinese infiltration of Texas. If you'd like to go deeper on this topic, see the original documents, and do your own follow-up research, visit texasscorecard.com China. This series is based on the original Texas Scorecard reporting of Robert Montoya, Daryl Frost, Emily Wilkerson, Christine Chanchu, and Jesse Connor. I'm your host, Michael Quinn Sullivan. This episode was written and hosted by Michael Quinn Sullivan with audio engineering by Drew Cook, editing and production by Luke Marshall.